How far does trust in Hashem go in terms of Parnassa? At what point does it border on being irresponsible? You know, they tell a story about two chassanim who were waiting to go see the Rebbe before their wedding in Yechidus, the same evening. One chassan goes into the Rebbe and the Rebbe asks him, how are the preparations for the wedding going? So what does a Bachar think when the Rebbe asks him, how are the preparations for the wedding going? Of course, the Bachar thinks he wants to know about his davening and about his learning and about his maimorim and about the sikhs he's going to review and how he's spiritually preparing himself for a wedding. The chosn is supposed to halify himself and get ready and so on. So he begins to tell the Rebbe about how he's doing in terms of his avoid ruchnis and he could be davening better, he could be learning better, he could be holier and so on and so forth. So the Rebbe interrupts him and says, no, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> they have an apartment. Then you buy yourself shoes, then you buy yourself a new hat, you have a surtuk, and so on. The boy was a bit taken aback, but he answered the Rebbe's question. And he walked out of Yechidus. And of course his friend was waiting to go into the Rebbe a little bit later. So he shared with him what happened. So an hour later, whatever it was, the second chosn went into the Rebbe. And he knew what had happened earlier in the evening. So the Rebbe says, Vigain does the hachonus of the chasen, how the preparation is going for your wedding. So he tells the Rebbe, I have an apartment, I have to still get a hat, my shoes don't fit. And the Rebbe says, I don't mean that. I want to know if he gave the davening and the learning. I want to know the davening and learning is going. And the Rebbe gave him the exact opposite talk. In the Rebbe's letters, there is so much about Panasa. And you can just go to the index of the Igris Kedish and see how much the Rebbe talks about Panasa. And of course, the, the pasuk and the theme which is always brought in conjunction with Panasa is that the blessing of Hashem is going to be in everything that you do. So it's brought in so many maimorim, including a maimor like Viadaita Moskva and others, that Panasa is a bracha from the Yebishter. You have to make a keli, you have to make a vessel in Panasa. So when you learn the Rebbe's Igris, in many of the letters, the Rebbe is talking to people that they're worrying too much about their Panasa. They're preoccupying themselves with making the vessel for Panasa and they're forgetting about the most important thing, which is the Bracha of Hashem. Because the Bracha of Hashem doesn't come from the Keli for Panasa, the Bracha of Hashem comes from the davening and the learning and the Yamunah. And the Rebbe even argues that if you spend too much time on the keli and panasa, it can actually become an obstacle, a blockage between the person and the flow of panasa from heaven to earth. But you also have letters that are written exactly the opposite, where the Rebbe is writing to people who are apparently chesidisha people, who are thinking they'll sit and learn and daven and the panasa will come like mon men and the Rebbe tells them, excuse me, b'chol you have to make a keli. So the Rebbe writes to each person what they need to hear. Some people need to hear because they're, if you will, trusting Hashem too much. Or in the words of the question, it's irresponsible. Many people, perhaps most people, the Rebbe tells them the exact opposite. That you're not allowed to forget. So you're asking a practical question. Which is really an honesty question. In other words, it's the kind of question that if a person is not interested in the truth, is impossible to answer. 
can fadrain. You can you can make out of this answer anything you want. The answer to the question is that there has to be a perfect balance between bechol hashetase and a baracha ba'elikach. A person has to make a keli and panos, and he has to know that the keli and panos is only a keli, and the most important thing is the bechas Hashem. So now, so how much should I do? Everybody's got their own definition of how much they should do. But very frequently, how much a person should and shouldn't do is not a reflection of their keli and panasa, but their worries, their preoccupation, their tilde, their daiga. So, the answer to this question, which is of course a very human question, and a very real question, is that a person has to look in the mirror. And in the mirror he has to be honest with himself about this idea that we believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And not only we believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu because we want Parnas. We believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu because that's the most important thing in our life. The greatest gift God gave us was the gift of God. That connection, that per- perspective, that in- umbrella, that embracing. And we have an obligation to make Parnas. In other words, it's the old story. If a person is looking for excuses... What's it coming to find a hetet? If a person wants a justification to be totally immersed in panas, because otherwise it's being irresponsible, a person can do what he wishes. But if a person is serious about being a yid and a chassid, this is a very, very sensitive and a very personal question. Because only you can answer it. Nobody knows what's happening in the other person's heart. And emun and betoch in general, and emunim betoch, when it comes to panos in particular, is hard. But it's an avoid, it's a job. And the way emunim betoch shows itself in our lives is that we give time from our parnasa for learning, for davening, for miftsoyim, for chesed. And this is our statement to ourselves that we know that panasa comes from the Ebishter and not from the Kedah that we make. And that's the answer to this question, which means I'm really not answering the question. Because every person has to look at himself. When the Rebbe used to write these letters, he didn't take away free will from these people, but he was giving direction. And these letters were printed for us to learn and read. And you see clearly how one person, the Rebbe, speaks about working harder on his panasa. Another person, the Rebbe, says, stop working so hard on your panasa. There's no contradictions. It's different people. And it's different situations. And the answer to the question is that a person in his panasa has to have the Eibishter. And in his having the Eibishter has to make a kli. The balance that's precise only every individual person knows. And each one of us struggles. Some of us struggle with amuna. Some of us struggle with laziness. Some of us struggle with both. And the key is to work. To work on strengthening our amuna. To work not being lazy. And to work to be honest about the idea that the only way the Eibishter is in our lives, in our material areas, is if we include them. If we don't push them out and say, I'm, I'm not being irresponsible.